What's going on guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Sword Art Podcast. As always, I am your glorious Finn Admin host, Shark. And today, I've got my co-host, Ruby, and a special guest, Joe May. Thanks for coming on the show, guys. Every podcast, I progressively get more tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you should probably do something about that, Beat. I'm probably going to have to start drinking coffee. I mean, I've got one right next to me. I'm pretty sure Joe May's got something. I just have iced tea. <laughs> oh, dude. You're slacking, man. Also, when are we going to finally replace uh, my picture from Beatbox to Ruby? Um, I don't know. Did you update yours on the site? I've been updating mine. Oh, I just haven't paid attention that much. I'll probably repla I'll replace it after the show. Ruby's a female. <laughs> hey, man. Don't judge. People don't judge. 2018. So, how have you, what, uh, what have you guys been up to today? Or, like, how's your weekend going, per se? I fixed my computer. Put an SSD in it. Nice. What, uh, what size? Uh, I don't remember what size it is, but it's the, um... Oh, what is it? Let me look that up. It's, it's a Samsung one. Uh, the quick Amazon search on. Oh, it's the eight sixty uh, Evo. Okay, nice. That's a good pick. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. What about you, Joe May? How's your day going? It's going all right. Um. Mainly just took a walk, just enjoying the nice weather, but aside from that, pretty much was just getting ready for this. Nice. How's the weather? Oh, it's gorgeous. It's like 60-something degrees. Oh, wow. That is pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, I'm, pretty I'm, just, I'm just enjoying it. I'm enjoying it before it uh, decides to drop down into like the 30s and 40s again tomorrow, so. <laughs> yeah, see, my uh, day like that was yesterday. It was, or no, yeah, no, two days ago. It was, I don't know, 60, it got up to like 63, 64, and then uh, we just got spat out on rain, and it just got cold. So it's now like 30-something. Yeah, it's 43 here in Ohio. It's just really cloudy outside. That's a bit rough. So, uh, anyways, if you guys may have noticed around the... Uh, the site notifications and various other notifications about the podcast. This one will be taking a slightly different uh, approach as to how we go through our agenda and talk about some talking points. We did recently take a poll to see what you guys would have wanted to see on the podcast, and we took that into consideration. And that's how we ended up with this new agenda. So we'll Here's go through. Point. Yeah, we'll just go through and talk about the multiple different points brought up. Uh, by some members in that post and we'll go from there so we have Joe May today and he is our new lead of floor development and a lot mm -hmm. of this discussion will be focused around 
his expertise and what he knows to see what he can give us to uh, I don't know some fun news or whatnot around the around the world of Minecraft. So basically, me from talking less. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You can just <laughs> jump in and ask some other questions that we may not, may or may not have listed. Uh, Joe May. Speaking of, uh, so we're recently in the four twenty two boss fight. Is that correct? That is correct. So I lose track of the numbers sometimes. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> You're not the only one. So with regarding four twenty two. Um, is there any type of quests on that floor that have been, I don't know, kind of interesting lately? Um, on floor 22, we have, um, I'm trying to think, we have the, the Witch of the West, which came back when we had the patch come out, we re-released it onto that floor because that's the canon floor that it was supposed to be on. I know that originally we had that quest out on another floor, but I think when it got revamped, we hit it for a bit, fixed it up, and then replaced it on that floor. Um, a quest that I had thrown together was uh, King of the Lakes, which is based off of the, of course, the episode in the anime where they fished up the King of Lakes. Um, that one needed to go through a bit of revamping after I released it at first because I didn't realize how terrifying I made the boss. But uh, well, that one's fixed now. <laughs> <laughs> um, lastly, we have another one that uh, I give credit to Hestia for. Um, don't remember the exact name of it off the top of my head, but it's what we uh, fight for? that's it. Thank you very much. Uh, what we fight for? It's um, it's pretty much just straight role play. It's um, no no SP rewards, no actual... no SP rewards. It's story. Exactly. It's mostly just for for fun, just for story. But uh, it's got a nice interesting little um, got a <laughs> nice gist to it that uh, will let the players go in and they kind of experience some memories from uh the real world and all that so oh nice i mean even though even though that it doesn't give a big sp reward it's probably a nice thing that if people are just looking for character development in their story it's a really good idea to uh go and check that one out you get sp for the thread but you don't get sp for the quest at all yeah um i think the reward that you get is of course it's a role play item i believe it's like a framed picture of a memory from the real world or something Okay. It's along those lines. That's pretty nifty to have. Yeah, it's, it's a nice little change rather than just fighting a fighting a boss or right exactly just finding materials. It's just strictly strictly a roleplay quest, which is nice. Nice, yeah, that does give a lot of people a little bit more leeway to go through as they see fit or take a different approach. And it looks like the opportunities are endless, really. Yeah, exactly. I still have yet to take that one, but. Um, that's just good. I just haven't gotten around to it much. Right, I feel you. So, uh, is there any kind of upcoming quests or upcoming quests or events for Floor 22 that could be seen as intriguing? Not right now. No, yeah, uh, Ruby's right. Not at the moment. Um, definitely since Floor 22 played a big part in the series, I do want to do something. Um, I haven't thought of an exact thing yet, but I, thinking about it, I do think maybe basing it around that one episode, something that has to do with like a fishing contest might uh, be a good idea. Just, again, just mainly just a little festival, some fishing, like a little contest. So I think that's something that we can maybe throw together that might be a good idea, something different. Yeah, that sounds like it can be fun. Trying to get something that's not, uh, that's something that's out of the ordinary and not what your typical event would be. That's pretty cool. 
And then what about any, is there any kind of old quest you guys are going to revamp or update to match with, I don't know, the current system or whatnot? Because I'm sure we've got some old quests that haven't exactly been updated for whatnot. Yes, I believe. A I lot of the quests with the current patch have been updated. Um, if there's maybe one or two that were missed, it's a possibility, but... Um, for the most part, most of the quests have been revamped to the uh, to the new system. Okay, that's good. Uh, I mean, of course, uh, of course, I'll always go through and I'll see one thing that we missed or a uh, something along those lines. Right, there's always that one thing. We're always human. We're always gonna miss something. Exactly, and those are, and we're only gonna get more and more quests. So that's only more and more pages of things to go through yeah so I mean there's probably there's probably some stuff that we as staff can work on to uh, make that a little bit more um, oh what's the word a little bit more useful or convenient for everyone looking at the quest sheet speaking of which this is probably this would probably be a good time to say hey we need more people to make quests apply the staff <laughs> yes actually um, He's right. Uh, we we could use some more quests. I mean, I'm coming out with some every once in a while. Um, Hikori's been a great help. Itzel's been a great help. Uh, everybody pretty much has been throwing in quests, but we could always use that extra hand to really get some out because we can't release a floor unless we have quests. So we really got to we got to get some of those out. Well, there you heard it, folks. If you're interested in helping out the quest team, send Jomei a quest or. Uh, get in contact with him, and you may end up submitting a staff application to me, and we can get you working on some quests and events and everything of the sort. So if that sounds interesting to you, feel free to apply. Uh, let's see here. Uh, in terms what? of floor 22, how would you, well, speaking that it's a cannon floor, uh, what ha, is there anything different that you guys have put into uh, 22 that's different from the cannon? To give it our own kind of touch. I don't think. I don't think. Someone talk. You, go ahead, go ahead, <laughs> I'm like off the top of my head. I don't think so because in uh, well, in the production when I was making it, uh, uh, like I had Itzel basically just go through all the places of interest that we saw in the anime. And I don't think we really added much else to it that was uh, not different. I don't know if Lemon or Joe may work on it any, but when I was working on it, I basically made it based off of the anime. Okay. Yeah, I can I can agree with that. Looking through it, I didn't see anything that really strayed too far from the from the canon. <laughs> okay. So that floor stayed pretty much as is, as was described in the canon. Yeah, I mean, since it was probably one of the most, probably one of the most explored floors in the anime. Uh, I mean, I didn't read the, I didn't read any of the novels, so I'm not sure if they did any ones differently. But that's really one that they kind of showed the most, I guess. So that's one that we were really able to just. I mean, I'm sure Ruby can mention it as well. That's one that they were able to just completely just base it off of what was already given. Whereas other ones like the first floor even we have the town of beginnings we have all that but then there's other parts that we kind of just had to make up because and when you look at the anime 
the world looks a lot different than what we're showing. Yeah. Yeah, in the actual anime, it only shows, like, specific floors. It doesn't really uh, give us a glance at all of them. The light novel kind of gives us a little bit of insight uh, to what everything is, and uh, I'm actually making uh, floor 25 to what the light novel said, which was a gigantic maze. Like, the entire floor is just a main settlement, just one huge maze. Uh, but... Uh, there was like a light novel. Even the floors in there are like not even very well described. It just gives them a, a basic description or just like places to go and doesn't describe what else is in there. So basically, we're, we we gotta we gotta improvise a, a lot. <laughs> it always makes things, It always seems to make things fun though. Now moving forward, what is there anything you can tell us about? Uh, since we're in the middle of the boss raid, uh, is there anything you can tell us about the upcoming Floor 23? I'm actually very curious about Floor 23. Like, as in, um, how people are going to perceive it. Because it's very different. Um, unlike, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go too much into it, because I want people to, obviously, be surprised, but unlike most floors where it's pretty much just clean cut, you go, like, you have your main settlement, you have this, you have that, this one has a lot of lore behind it. And it um, and it really shapes what's going on with the floor, um, what's going on in the settlement, what's going on here, what's going on there with the NPCs. So it's gonna play out a lot differently than other floors have. Um, and I'm really excited to see how people play that. I'm really hoping that people read the description so that they don't only get an understanding of what's going on, but also know to not kind of break the the one or two small rules that I asked for that floor, um, <laughs> which people will see when they read it. But uh, it's I'm very excited for it. I worked close. Um, I worked closely with uh, with Tayon on that. She had the original idea. I looked it over and I said, "But what if we did this and changed it up? Got the okay, and uh, that floor is pretty much good to go, quests and all." Oh, nice. That's all. That's good to to know. Yep. Only one thing missing is, uh, I think we still need to make the, the Labyrinth boss. Like, we have a field boss, but we don't have a Labyrinth boss to block that, that the frontliners need to defeat. So that's the one thing that I'm going to have to work with my team next week to um, get that out so that we don't have to worry about that floor anymore. Yeah, good move. And so, uh, speaking from a, on the staff standpoint, uh, how far ahead are we, or... Are, are, because I know I wanted to try and stay a couple floors ahead of the frontliners, but how tr how far along is that? We're looking pretty good. Um, floor twenty four, floor twenty four. We uh we pretty much have the description down, which I'm. That's one that I'm hoping people will be very excited for because it's bringing back something that we've like thrown into floors multiple times but they always got retconned because they weren't canon to that floor and this one it's finally canon to that floor so that's one thing that people will be able to okay nice people will be able to role play out that uh people have been trying to get actually on a floor for a while and then of course um ruby's working on 25 which is looking pretty awesome so far yeah, I'm basically I can I can talk a little bit about it since you can look it up and you can basically find out what it is. It's just one gigantic maze, and I'm just trying to expand upon it a little bit more. Uh, I'm also wanting to put in some like special game mechanics to make it work, um, 
to make it seem more like you're guiding through a maze and you can end up lost or something like that. Okay, nice. So it sounds like it's gonna be pretty fun. Yeah, and I'm also I'm, I also have like a basis of what um, the big boss dude is going to look like. He's going to be extremely scary because he is the floor 25 boss, and every 25 floors, like a super scary boss appears. Ooh. Um, because you know, um, 25 and 50, those were like hard bosses, and then 75 was the Skull Reaper, which we all know basically killed a lot of people without even trying. There right. you have it, guys. We're ending at 75 because that's when everybody's going to get killed. <laughs> <laughs> And then, of course, 100 gets <laughs> through. We have Shark. Wait. You're not supposed to tell him I kill him. <laughs> oh. Come on, guys. Uh -oh. What the hell's wrong with you? No, it's actually Jomei. Yep. It's actually Aaron. Let's be real. Okay. <laughs> That's 401. Aaron, Aaron has to come back to roleplay as, as the final boss. <laughs> I'm interested um, with that, then. <laughs> Oh, that would, uh, that would be interesting. But um, I think aside from floors, just because floor 25 is obviously going to be a big one with the boss and everything, I, that's pretty much where we've stopped so far. We'll probably try and get some small descriptions out for uh, try and get 26, 27 maybe, but 25 I think we're probably going to be working on a lot so that we can make the boss not only scary, but make sure that we still have some frontliners left afterwards. <laughs> Yeah, I'm also, I also have like a game mechanic I want to try to make work in that, which I need to speak to Jome uh, sometime about it. I don't really want to go into detail about it, but I, I, I think it's pretty good. Okay. And uh, so it sounds like we're making a good amount of progress regardless of the short hands we have. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say short. I would just say... Um, no, we're, we're a little bit yeah, short. short. A little bit short-handed. Okay, okay. When it when it comes to the when it comes to the actual uh, floor development team, yeah, it's short-handed. But when it comes to actual staff, I'm busy, really. I'm referring to floor team. Yeah, yeah we're we're a little short-handed. Yeah, just need people five. dedicated to working on that stuff. But no, it sounds like progress is being made, and there's a lot to look forward to in the upcoming floors. Now, yes, definitely. are you base? Are you have? Uh, you guys began basing it off the floor level instead of the player level. Uh, for the for twenty five, I could say it's based off of the floor level, which uh, floor level, which is twenty five, and in canon, it's just harder. Like it's just way harder than most floors are. But uh, we'll see what we'll see. I don't know about the other floors, but twenty five will be basically just. Uh, what it's supposed to be. Okay. So it sounds like it'll be a bit of a challenge, but people will get be able to to fight, so that'll be good. And so, moving on, going into uh, just a little bit of, since the boss threat is currently underway, is there any kind of uh, anything, well, frontliners can't really use this information as it's past uh, the thread start, but is there any, regarding bylaws, is there anything that uh, would stick out to them that would be more of a challenge than they realize? Realizing that um, that uh, having heavy armor and two-handed weapons is actually a, not, I don't want to say a downfall, but uh, 
it is more it can be more of a uh, a little bit more of a curse than a blessing and um a lot i think people are learning that a lot of the skills and tactics that people have used for past bosses are not working as well in this one which makes it interesting but i mean it makes it great because obviously a lot of people are kind of looking at it like oh shoot like here i thought i was going to be completely safe like the last two bosses but now i got something to worry about but um it also makes it a little bit difficult to control because um when you're used to somebody either completely eating up an attack or uh or dodging an attack now nope everybody's everybody's taking damage on this so but it's it's making it very very interesting that some of the things that would normally keep somebody safe are now messing with them okay and also i'm sorry also the the fact that survival plays a very big aspect um, is also something that I'm sure people weren't expecting because, I mean, it's an environmental effect. Survival protects against environmental effects, so some people are thinking they don't want to spend that extra 3 SP to get that skill, but in the end, it, it's, what, it's, what, 25 damage difference, which in the long run could be a lot, so... Okay, so it sounds interesting. Sounds like it'll be a bit of a challenge to watch out for. Yeah, a little bit, but um, at the same time, everybody seems to be getting through it pretty, uh, pretty decently. But um, canonly, can can in the canon, somewhere around there. Thank you. Canonically, <laughs> um, floor twenty two's boss was supposed <laughs> to be a little bit easier, which it, it is in terms of the floor. Like, in general. The floor in general was easier. The boss is a little bit easier, but obviously we couldn't make it a cakewalk for people to just get right up to floor twenty three. So right. it's got to be a little bit difficult. True. Uh, anything else uh, in terms of bosses, whether it's a boss, it's bigger bosses or event bosses coming up? We were going to do an Easter boss, but after all the events that happened, I'm just like, it's the least of my worries right now. Um, uh, but I do want to do um, some boss, just a random event boss, just to have one soon to make up for it, basically. I'm, like, trying to work it out just to show Jomei about it. Um, but it's it's, an, it's a work in progress. Okay. So it sounds like there's yeah, more to come. I definitely do want to try and throw out some event bosses here and there. Not even, not even ones that have to necessarily do with holidays, just, like, surprise events that come out. Um, <laughs> right. Exactly, just to do one, give people give everybody a chance to do something rather than just the frontliners to fight the big boss. Give everybody a chance to fight something. So, right, uh, it's definitely like a, something that's that like is on my list to look at, but just haven't yet. Still still uh, testing I'm the working. waters of this position, so. <laughs> I'm working. Sounds like yeah, you're starting to get the hang of it, which is a good thing. So, moving forward, uh, we do have, I mean, we haven't really had many recent donations. The only one that I can so far attest to is the fact that we you do have, the, what? You forgot, like, the uh, health restored, most damage done, and stuff like that. Well, that was in the recent boss. We'll, we'll, we'll go there in a minute. Okay. But we have had, uh, we haven't really had many recent donations, but we do have Percival on our monthly donation plan, so... 
Thank you to Percival and <laughs> And we do use that money just so you guys are uh, are noticed in the donations recognition story. We do say what that money is used for. It's used to fund the site, domain, uh, pretty much everything. So our owner Aaron does not have to pay out of pocket. So we thank each and every one of you for your donations and hope to hope you continue to support us throughout the rest of our time on the inter internet. Uh, so going back to it, uh, there was some highlights of the recent boss raid, and beat Ruby. You wanna go on then talk about that? Oh yeah. Uh, so we've done the calculations. I double checked them last night just to make sure that they were correct. They are. Um, we have we know the person who's t done the most damage, which won't surprise anyone. Uh, who has taken the most damage won't surprise anyone, but the person who, uh, a person who, uh, second is actually kind of a surprise, at least for me. And we know some, we know who restored the most health, which is no surprise, but, uh, for most damage done, we have beat with, uh, 1,185. Nice. Uh, the only the way I can really describe that, and the reason why he's doing so much damage, is because he has the uh, basically the most bursty uh, DPS build you could probably have, which is uh, you just full on focus on your damage, uh, go into two handed assault spear, half charge, get all these different buffs, and then just attack forward. And he just does way, way too much. Uh, way, uh, not, I wouldn't say too much, but he does a lot of damage that way. In uh, second place for most damage is actually Macrodon with seven, 784, and I believe he uses um, two-handed straight sword. Okay. Uh, for most damage taken, guess who? It's Calrex. I mean, can you be surprised? He has taken 675 at the moment. Now, is that mitigated um, or unmitigated? Uh, I think that yeah, he's taken 675 like most mitigated. I want to say or like has mitigated. I'm not. I'm unsure. Uh, but in second place, uh, that's actually me. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have taken 550 damage. Jeez. I've taken two discharge effects, which is 100, and that's unmitigatable. I've taken a 200 shot. I've taken other static uh, static charge effects. It's just Ruby's having a bad day. <laughs> not as bad as Shark on what floor six? Uh, probably not where you can hit. Um, and then most health restored is obviously Sandra with 1,137. Oh wow! That's and big. Uh, and second. And second place again, it's me with 964. Ah, really working them poles. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to be a healer. I'm way too much damage for my own sake. <laughs> That's a bit rough. So, uh, in regards to the stats, what's uh, how far are we along with the current rate? Well, in the, uh, if you look at, uh, I can't, I'm not revealing the actual health because that was a, um, something that we changed up for, uh, this boss fight because, um, in past boss fights, as soon as people saw the numbers, they would, uh, think less about the role-playing aspect and focus more on the 
the last yeah. hit reward, which I really, a lot of us were not happy about with the last boss, because a lot of people would hold off on hold off on their attacks, wait for somebody else to attack, and it would just make everything run a lot more slowly. So for this one, if you look, you just see the, the health bars. Um, but if you look, we're, we're pretty much going into that last health bar soon. Um, probably after this after the third group goes through we might be dropped down into the last health bar so uh we can see this see this fight wrapping up i i mean it, I, if uh, at least if people are like not attacking because it's too low it's probably it's probably because they're rp'ing that they see the actual health bar being low but why would you do that <laughs> <laughs> oh, so i mean it's definitely an interesting aspect go switching to just the health bar and instead of the numbers so I, yeah. I, I personally kind of like that move. Well, I mean, going back to going back to canon, you didn't see the numbers. You only right. saw the health bars. So. Yeah, that's why. That's another reason why I like it. As I think it was a good move. So uh, let's see here. Is there has there anything been uh, able to highlight in the recent raid? Like, has there been significant amount of damage done by someone recently? Well, again, like Beat has been doing way a lot of damage with his uh, two-handed assaults here, uh, bursty damage. However, when, when it comes to other people doing damage, it's mostly just a lot of people are done their charge and then that's it. Uh, the only one that has been keeping really a stable form of damage uh, is Macrobon. Everyone else has been either missing or just haven't uh, been able to really put out the same amount of damage as they could when they had charge. Okay. Uh, yeah. Nice. So, uh, let's see here. The next thing we want to talk about is going into, like, kind of like staff work. There was a tease been made by our, uh, PST lead Hestia, who was working with, uh, some other members in The Seven Wonders of Aincrad. Now, we have a quote of what these seven one like what is entailed with these seven wonders well there are only seven wonders spread out among the total 100 floors however we do have mysteries for each floor the wonders being the wonders being uh, things that won't have a conclusive answer like it's open-ended to allow thoughts and theories type of deal but mysteries will be the, the things that have a conclusive answer but go through a process of trying to solve it with the main focus of solving the mysteries being revolved around RP, and maybe some loot die rolls, shouldn't expect many actual mob fighting. That is the image we have for the mysteries and wonders. And that was quoted from Hestia. So, hearing that, what are you guys' thoughts on this upcoming Seven Wonders project? I've actually, I've actually seen it, so I can't really speak much about it. Jomay, being the floor team lead, what, what are your thoughts on having the, one, the Seven Wonders Minecraft? I think it's a good idea because um, it really, again, it gives people another reason to go back to those beginner floors um, or whichever floor that the wonders are on and roleplay them out. Go actually explore them, figure out where they are. Um, I haven't looked too, too much into it since um, Hesiod had shown it to me a couple months ago. Um, and I honestly just got caught up with a lot of other things, so it really didn't pop up again until I'm pretty sure yesterday. I think he might have posted it. Um, but it's definitely something that I want to look back into because I really I like the idea. It gives people another thing to go look for 
to explore to another aspect to throw into their uh, roleplay, which, yeah, more story, which is something that I... We didn't really focus on for a while. It's something that we really want to start to include more so that it's not just go to a floor, do the quest to level up, fight the boss, move on. Because we got to remember, in the end, this is a roleplaying site. So right. we got to make sure that there's story for people to engage in. Yeah, and on that note, I mean, we're, uh, as staff, we've had uh, many projects put on the back burner for quite some time due to the lack of staff available on the floor team. That being said, uh, we, are, we are looking into some kind of lore development. So if, you're, if uh, you like doing quests or whatnot, you do need to be on staff for a little bit longer to get the position, but that's only for heads. So, I mean, if anyone has any interest in working on lore development, Contact myself or Joe May, and we'll see what uh, what can be done. Because I know that's something that a lot of people uh, want to see. Isn't that right, guys? Oh yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, everybody everybody has their own little stories that they're playing out, but it'd be nice to be able to see everybody um, come together for something. Right, which is why we're trying to uh, push out this lore development, so we have an overarching theme going and that gives that'll give a little bit more roleplay fluff to people and can easily see how that would go to multiple different directions yeah exactly so uh any last uh remarks on the seven wonders or lore development nope no that's pretty much that's pretty much it i, I like i said i got to look back into the seven wonders and look more into the uh, the lore developments as well, but um, no, I don't have anything else to say. Alright, well it looks like we're uh, gonna have some fun with the Seven Wonders as they begin to be more developed and released to the open public. Yep, yep. So, as you all have been noticing, we have had a Minecraft server uh, in, the, in the works and it's starting to look come along really well and look really good. Not really much I can say about that, but if you're interested in uh, helping develop that site, contact me, and we are always looking for staff for the Minecraft server. I'd, my goal is to have a different staff on that than the site, that way it makes things a little bit more, a little bit easier on staff and spreads out the power a little bit. <laughs> have uh, you guys taken a look at the at the Minecraft server at all? Uh, not always in the past few weeks. I've just been kind of burnt out in Minecraft. <laughs> I do not. I don't even think I have Minecraft on my computer to be able to check it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do post update. I do uh, update and post pictures in the Minecraft uh, section of the Discord. So that's always a fun place to keep in touch with how our progress is going. I will definitely check that out so I can see how they're looking. Because I'm I'm very interested to see. Uh, the maps that you guys create, and I saw that you guys were almost finished with um, the first floor, so I definitely want to uh, take a look at those pictures about, and see it. Well, I mean, we're not really in almost finished with the first floor. We're about 60% with the starting town. The spawn has been fully completed for a while. Now we're starting to place buildings and other shops in the uh, in the starting town, and then that should be wrapped up pretty soon. We're about eight, I'm about 80% complete with the overall floor border, so it makes it, you know, that circular kind of look. And it is a pretty big, uh, pretty big floor for those of you that 
No, Minecraft, it's a 1,000 by 1,000. It's a 1,000 diameter, so it's pretty big. That's a 1,000 blocks, if you don't know. Oh my god. Yeah. So, I mean, there's going to be there's gonna be quite a lot to do. Uh, let's see here. Moving on, this is the Q&A section. And we so, don't have here, but we do have one question that's really good. Yeah, we do have uh, one question from Macrodon, who posted to my status when I asked for people to give thoughts and opinions and see if they have anything that they want asked. Uh, so he says, what's going to happen to Death Adder? He's like the odd guy no one really <laughs> likes, but I want to know more. Anything the you guys can share with that? The biggest thing is that Death Adder was originally made by Tao, and when direction was shifted to me, I wanted to give him more of a presence. I wanted to give him more of an overall story. And when I received that, it was very mixed. They were, it was like a lot of people were saying his journal and his actual story wasn't really overarching very well, or his uh, actual goals are actually very unknown, which no villain, no villain's true goals are actually really known. And right now, we don't really know what we're doing with them right now, but I... Hey, did you me, please? <laughs> yeah, it's something that I, you know, it, another thing that I had honestly completely forgotten about, just because it's been so quiet with him. And then with the, uh, I saw that question, and then it kind of hit me, and I went, "Oh, wait, um, I, I got to figure out what's going on with him now." Um, I, I do, I want to plan something with him. Um, obviously, during the last fight, we kind of put him in a situation that would have him disappear for a bit, mainly. For the reason that Ruby was just saying, we just didn't know what was going on with him. Things were just all over the place. We made this incredibly powerful character for this reason, and it was supposed to be for this reason. And so we kind of knocked him down a few notches so that we can figure out something, and he's not just this overwhelming force that everybody just wants to hunt down. So uh, I do plan on that's another thing that, I do want to try and plan him into story somehow. Um, similar similar ways to how we um, in the uh, canon have what do you call them? Um, laughing coffin. Similar way, not okay. necessarily make not necessarily make him straight up going around player killer, but give him make him a feared force in uh, Minecraft. So I definitely do want to try and make him more of a story aspect rather than just somebody for people to hunt down and kill. Okay, so it sounds like there's some good plans for him that will not make, uh, make him necessarily dedicated to one side or the other, but just, you know, kind of a force. Okay. We have another question from the same person, mostly event bosses. What's the status? Did that project die? The answer is yes, it did. <laughs> Currently, yes. Um, it's something that we can look back into, but uh, at the moment... Um, it's not something that we're doing. We are looking to do more event bosses, as we mentioned before. But monthly bosses, that project right now, that's dead. Yeah, that's largely due to just the shorthand of the floor team, isn't it? Yeah, and then most of the, the previous unorganization, and really we want to try to find a system that works. So. Okay. I'm thinking once, um, once we have... Once we're a few floors ahead, 
once we don't really have any major events coming up, once we have the quests for it, this and that, I think then we can start looking back into monthly event bosses, especially if we do get more hands on the um, on the content development team. Um, it's something we can look back into, look into it until the things that we definitely need are down packed and ready to go. Okay. So it sounds like there's still something. It's it could possibly make a return, but uh, we're not going to give anything definitive quite yet. Exactly. Right, right now we're not really focusing on that. Okay. Uh, well, get something out there. Maybe. Uh, if anyone is interested in coming on the show live and asking some questions, feel free to hop into that call-in section of the podcast channel and Discord. Uh, so, your anything else you guys wanted to discuss as we moved through the topics we originally had planned? One thing that uh, I did actually want to bring up, I wanted to bring it up earlier when we were talking about quests. Um, one thing that I know uh, Baldur had asked of us and it was kind of brought to an attention was um, basically making a, uh, like a sticky, like a sticky thread where not only does it have the quests, but they are organized by level. Um, because people won't know what level they can, they have to be to take a quest until they click on it. So um, as soon as we saw that, we all kind of realized it was a great idea. So um, we jumped on that. We're in the middle of developing it so that that way people who just go into the thread say, all right, I'm level 35. What quests can I do? And all those quests will be there. They can figure it out. They'll see which ones they should stay away from because they could die um, or the ones that are too easy and they won't even be able to hit five posts in it. (laughs) But um, You can also look back at... uh the quests that you haven't done yet and just get them done but okay so it sounds like but there's like, if progress like, made. if you see like a quest that's like level 50 you probably shouldn't do it <laughs> right like level 10 you probably shouldn't do it <laughs> uh, yeah and it kind of prevents uh, people from just kind of like well it's kind of harsh to say this but it's kind of like wasting their time looking at the quest but it's a little harsh to say but you know, when you can't do it, then why do you look at it? Right. I don't know, just speculate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know it's speculate, but like, you know, if you're just looking for a quest to do and just looking to try to look to see what you can do and the, you just open up this really hard quest, it's like, well, I opened one that I can't do. Gives people something to work for. Right. Yeah. It makes things more fun. Exactly. Uh, let's see here. So, anything you guys have uh, just trolling throughout the forums and roleplaying? Anything? Any fun adventures have you guys been on? Uh, Ruby, not really. I mean, I haven't posted in a while, uh, mostly because of uh, most because of things and uh, loss of motivation. But beforehand, uh, I basically had uh, more story going on in Ruby, which Hestia has been a part of. Okay. What about you, Jomay? Have you been role-playing at all recently? Very slowly. Um, I took... I, I kind of took a little bit of a break for a while. Just things got very, very slow. Um, I stopped opening up threads mainly just so that I can get a bunch closed. And uh, I was just getting busy with some real-world stuff. Um, and, of course, right now, trying to also focus on just getting these floors ready, mainly focusing on the GM stuff. But I'm um, hoping... 
once the boss kind of calms down in between, I can jump back into things, start role-playing again, but at the moment, nothing, uh, nothing too good. Okay. So, slowly but surely, and having some fun. Yeah, trying not to drop off the grid again, as I have in the past, so... <laughs> Truth. We've all fallen off the grid before. Yeah, yeah this I'm is also true. trying to not do it again. <laughs> I'm basically already falling off the grid. Next, within a few podcasts, I'm just going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I guess uh, there's not really much else to talk about, unless anyone has some last-minute questions that want to be asked, but I've been waiting for to see that for a while now. So it looks like we're about that time to wrap up the show. Um... Well, guys, it's been a pleasure having you on the show, and uh, anything else you want to say to the listeners? Please save me. I'm stuck in Shark's basement. <laughs> I, I cannot help. confirm nor deny that statement. Address is 123HELP. <laughs> what a strange address. Hey, man. When he asked for the shipping address, I gave him that, and somehow his packages show up, so... We just kind of <laughs> roll with it. <laughs> so, as always, thank you for listening to the Sword Art Podcast. Uh, stay tuned to the site calendar to see when we will have the next podcast. And as we get close to the summer months, it's going to be a bit harder. So, we may I may take a poll to see when I will when uh, people are interested in moving the Sword Art Podcast to. So, uh, if you need any help with anything, please contact a member of our player support team, or if it's an account-related issue, feel free to contact me. And we hope to continue your uh, we hope you continue your support. And thanks for watching. The feelings I kept deep inside are now screaming at the top of their